Welcome again to the Education Unscripted Podcast. This is your favorite podcast channel for unpacking education issues in Nigeria and Africa. This podcast is brought to you by the National Innovation Collaborative for Education, which is a community of education innovators working to foster learning and collaboration. I am Vivian, and today we will be exploring mother tongue early grade teaching and learning with Mrs. Lydia Onoha. Welcome, Ma. Thank you, Vivian. It's my pleasure to be here. Thank you very much, Ma. It's lovely to have you on the podcast today. Mrs. Lydia Azihe Onoha has 29 years of experience in the Nigerian education sector, 17 of which was as a classroom teacher and rising to a Deputy Director of Education, Lagos State Ministry of Education, with administrative and academic oversight. She has extensive experience in English language and mother tongue-based early, early grade reading, training and development, teaching and learning materials development, monitoring and evaluation, pedagogical designs, language development and project management. She worked with the DFID education sector support program in Nigeria, ESPIN, responsible for school improvement for eight years and served as a member of the ESPIN learning team. She's keenly interested in creating lasting change in children's lives and has significantly improved mother tongue based teaching and learning in over 2,700 schools in Nigeria. She's an early grade reading specialist with the USAID funded Northern Education Initiative Plus, where she is now the Deputy Chief of Party. She holds certificates in school improvement from Cambridge Education UK, early grade reading from University of Massachusetts, USA, gender and women's rights by the prestigious Stanford University, and she's a member of the Nigerian Institute of Training and Development. Lydia is a graduate of the Lagos State University, Ojo, with a BA in Education English and a Master's in Language Education. Thank you for joining us, Ma. Thank you once again. Thank you, Vivian. It's nice to be here with you this morning. Okay, we're just going to dive right in. Please walk us through your years of experience as a specialist in language development and mother tongue-based learning and teaching. Seeing you have so much experience up your sleeves, please let us have a feel of your years of experience. Well, thank you so much, Vivian. Um, in your opening remarks and um, in um, in your opening remarks, you've actually uh, given a rundown of um, um, my experience profile yeah my experiences with regards to um mother tongue uh based uh materials for teaching and learning i would like to just add a few other points to what you have um, um said and that includes of course um where my journey in developing mother tongue based uh, and learning materials started um started way back the 
um, education sector support program in Nigeria, the TFDM program, which also focused on improving literacy and numeracy in states in Nigeria. And so, um, being involved in the material development of um, and during that time helped helped me, and I further built on that. Uh, when I joined the USID-funded Northern Education Initiative Plus um, project. Um, for the past five years, working with the USID-funded NEI Plus, um, I was able to coordinate the development of early grade reading standards and benchmarks. Um, the early grade reading standards and benchmarks was the first of its kind uh, because that um, gave because uh, government agencies, uh, technical working groups, a focus, like a target. Okay, we're talking about improving reading outcomes in mother tongue, using mother tongue. Where do we, what would teachers look up to? What are the expectations? So these reading standards and benchmarks in Hausa and English gave everyone a focus, a target to achieve. So we developed um, a long-term targets and short-term um, targets. I was also involved in curriculum mapping, mapping out the different aspects of um, the languages. I uh, was also involved in early grade reading assessment because um, all that we're talking about is um, based on early grade reading assessment. And so this assessment um, is the reading ability of children in two basic skills, oral reading fluency and reading comprehension, um, which of course um, have been low, but uh, with the intervention of the NEI Plus project, we have a lot of um, improvement in reading outcomes on these two basic uh, reading skills, oral reading fluency and um, um, reading comprehension. I've also, I have um, also um, a wide range of technical education research um, um, and also yeah, project um, management skills. Um, part of what this has also led to is the development of the Ekakawe and Kaigo teaching and learning materials that was recently launched uh, and handed over to the Federal Ministry of Education. It was the content and the other issue be So um, after the development of the uh, the pandemic started and with a tough lockdown, we're actually um, adapted. The development of these materials continued even during the lockdown. How did we do it? We developed this material slowly. The writing of the text for this material was done virtually. And uh, I make bold to say that this is the first of its kind in Nigeria, developing um, reading materials, early reading materials, virtually, remotely. So what did we do? We brought together um, a group of uh, 40 writers who are language experts 
uh, we brought them from different institutions of higher learning, different universities in Nigeria. And so we trained this group of writers especially on early grade reading approach and strategy so that this could commence the development of the uh, materials. So the Igbo Yoruba early grade reading materials, Kanyeko and Jakakawe, were developed virtually, uh, beginning with virtual text writing in the two languages. Oh, um, that's impressive. We were, um, yeah, we were amazed at the end of three weeks intensive training and material development that we were able to develop um, 380 passages virtually and we were able to cover the 36 letters of the Igbo language and 58 alphabets of the Yoruba language. Um, each of the lessons we developed um, begins with a song. And so we developed um, teacher guides and pupils books. The teacher guides are scripted. They are scripted lessons that guide the teacher teaching the lessons endlessly. So we're able to develop 144 songs for for the lessons. We developed 280 story read aloud for the lessons virtually. This is um, um, an achievement the project brags about. Um, so this was how the Takakawe and Akainko teaching and learning materials uh, were developed. And that led to uh, the editing of these materials, the reviews, it went through several reviews, um, it went through several editing, and we pilot tested it in the states where these materials will be used, uh, okay. the southern and eastern states, this was pilot tested, and we also got free feedback from that pilot testing activity. So the feedback we received from the pilot testing um, helped us to review the materials again, and uh, finalize them. Um, these materials were developed in collaboration with um, the Nigerian Educational Research and Development Council. They were part and parcel of the material development. In fact, at different points, NARDC took the lead in the development of these materials. We also worked with uh, the Federal Ministry of Education, Nigerian Commission for Colleges of Education, Teachers Registration Council of Nigeria, um, uh, National Institute of Kaduna, um, the uh, National Institute of Nigerian Languages, Nilan Aba, um, um, Universal Basic Education Commission. All these federal structures were adequately represented in the development of these materials. We also have, as members of the editorial board, the representatives from these agencies and parasitals of the Federal Ministry of Education. Wow, that's a whole lot. Very yeah. impressive. Okay, that's beautiful, Ma. Okay, you you made mention of the um, Hausa teaching material. Yeah. I would like to know, has that been, is it in use already? Has, in the northern states, have they started making use of that particular um, teaching material that was developed? Thank you. So as I speak, um, the Mukaranta um, early grade reading materials 
uh, is being used in Bauchi and Soko. We started with Bauchi and Soko too, and currently we have uh, six Bethesda states that have um, adopted the materials and it's currently being used in six states in the north. Uh, and so it, it has um, wide um, acceptability and it's really gaining wider publicity. Also to add that um, what we, 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 we have done, like I said earlier, the project is an evidence-based project. So we carry a lot of research, carry a lot of survey, we carry a lot of studies. Um, we, before we started as a project, we started with a baseline, a baseline of um, assessing early grade reading assessments of learners in the locations in two states in Bauchi and Sokoto. What the results showed that um, the reading performance of learners in these two states was very poor, even in the local language, which is Hausa. The EGRA early grade reading assessment scores showed a low performance of books. And on that, it um, helps us with the um, development of um, these materials. We conducted another assessment midline, and that was after the material was um, distributed, teachers were trained, and lessons uh, commenced on you know, what the results of the midline showed was quite important. You see a drop in zero scores that was high at baseline dropped at midline. And we give that to exclusively to the use of mother tongue in teaching early grade reading. So based on these results and, 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 and based on the performance of pupils in these two states, we have a lot of buying and we see improvement in the reading outcomes in children in this state. Okay, that's beautiful. Thank you so much, Ma. Um, how would like to know how effective is mother tongue teaching? And of course, whatever has an advantage also has a disadvantage. So what are those disadvantages of uh, the mother tongue based learning for children? How effective is the mother tongue teaching and what are the, the downsides of mother tongue based learning for children? Um, well, I would like to start um, my response with um, advantages of mother tongue. Um, the advantages of mother tongue as a medium of instruction is summed up in the words of Nelson Mandela. I put a man in a language he understands that goes to his head. If you talk to him in, in his own language, that goes to his heart. So research has actually showed that learning to read in one's first language, but reading early development and future reading achievement. Learning to read in English begins only after there is a solid foundation in mother tongue. This has been proved by research. Learners develop good reading and writing skills faster. They're able to improve learning progression. And most importantly, the transfer of skills is faster and greater when children have a foundation in um, mother tongue. What do I mean by this? I like to expatiate a little bit. Um, learning in mother tongue helps 
groupies to transfer skills seamlessly to learning a second language. So groupies transfers uh, skills acquired in L1, which is a mother tongue, to learning in L2, which is in this case English. So skills such as book directionality, how to hold a book, not holding a book upside down, reading from top yes. to bottom, left to right, letters have sounds, sounds have uh, meanings, uh, words are made up of letters and sounds. If all these are learned during the learning to read in mother tongue, it doesn't have to be repeated. These skills are acquired. They are with the with the child, with the learner. So it has also been shown that the skills and concepts taught in learner's home language do not have to be taught when they transfer to a second language. A learner who knows how to read and write in one language develop reading and writing skills in a new language faster. The, the learner already knows that letters represent sounds. The only only new learning he or she needs is how the, lang- the new language sounds. Yes. Yeah, the sounds of the letters of the new language. So in the same way, learners automatically transfer knowledge acquired in one language to another language as soon as they have sufficient vocabulary in the new language. For example, if you teach learners in their mother tongue that seeds need soil, moisture, and warmth to germinate, you don't have to repeat in English. When they have developed an adequate vocabulary in English, they will translate the information naturally. So knowledge and skills are transferable from one language to another. And starting school in the learner's mother tongue does not delay education, but leads to faster acquisition of the skills attitudes for success in formal education. They, they understand it. I once had a discussion with a parent and the parent um, said the child one day asked him that, please, daddy, what is the meaning of Chubon? Chubon is the word in Yoruba. The, the, the father was confused. The father was confused because the father could not adequately explain the meaning of Chubon in English. <laughs> so when a child learns in the language he or she is familiar with, you don't even need a dictionary. You don't even need too many explanations. The child understands. You know, so that is the extent. Yes. Yeah, the advantages of them using more. Well, so far, in our research, we have not identified any disadvantage of mother tongue. But we have, in our research, identified the disadvantages of not using mother tongue. And so one of the biggest disadvantages of not using mother tongue is that it leads to inability to communicate uh, modern matters to parents, grandparents, and even the larger local community. And then it leads to a depletion of the words repository of language and dialect and the cultural knowledge that are carried with them. Yes, it reduces knowledge of our cultural values, norms and systems, traditions of anything which children actually need to begin to get used to from the very beginning. Very early. Children fail to become linguistically competent. Now I'm talking about disadvantages of not using mother tongue in teaching children early yes. on yes. how to and write. So if children, if you do not begin early to use mother tongue with children, 
Students will fail to become linguistically competent members of their families and communities and will lose the ability to connect with their cultural heritage, which is a serious, serious issue. And children will learn in an environment of confusion and failure. Imagine this scenario. A child in P1 moves from home. This is the child's first day in school. The child gets to school, which is a new environment. The environment in school, in, in school is new. The friends the child will meet are new. The teacher is new. You can imagine how that child will feel if the medium of instruction is also new. In this case, English language. That child, for the, for the most part, will be lost and confused. But if a child gets into school the first day, the language of instruction is a language the child has been using from home. From that home, makes yes. for a smooth transition from home to school. Research has also established um, this. And this has been the unfortunate experience of millions of African children, Nigeria inclusive. So, there are lots and lots of advantages of um, using mother tongue as your of um, instruction. It improves learning progression, uh, it makes for better communication, it engages learners, it gives confidence and self-esteem, it reduces stress and burden for teachers. Yeah, and it integrates it integrates African culture, inclusive of Nigerian culture. Thank you so much, Ma. So the question should have been, what are the advantages of using mother tongue? And what are the disadvantages of not using mother tongue? <laughs> Very interesting. Yeah. yeah. Thank you so much, Ma. Yeah. Um, so how do children taught in their mother tongue integrate into a dominant society? In Nigeria, we have we have um, English language as the as the dominant language for um, for teaching. So how the children who are taught in their mother tongue integrate into a society as this? Yeah, thank you so much. Um, again, I will quote research. Research has also shown that um, children can only be confident in using English language if they have a solid foundation in mother tongue. Mother tongue is the bedroom, is the foundation. And so if children have acquired uh, reading skills, the skill of phonemic awareness, uh, phonics, comprehension, fluency, uh, concept of print, uh, alphabetic principle, writing, in the mother tongue, these children are equipped to learn to read in English because they transfer some of the skills I have outlined in responding to previous questions. They will yeah. apply, transfer these skills seamlessly to the English language. English For example, yes. a child that learns how to write the letter A in mother tongue in Hausa, for example, the letter A is written the same way, same way it is written in Hausa, that is the same way it is written in English. The only difference is in sound, pronouncing the sound. But in writing letter A in Hausa, capital letter A, small letter A, it is the same way it is written in Hausa that it is written. So if a child has learned how to write letter A in Hausa, for example, the child will just transfer 
how to write that letter in English. If a child can code identify letter A in Hausa, I mean letter A, not the sound, that child can also write A wherever it appears in an English word. You get what I'm saying? So, in essence, a, yes. child, a child that has been taught uh, how to read in mother tongue will transfer skills acquired to learning to read in English. Well, um, as a project, what we were able to do was to um, establish a kind of bilingual setting in the classroom. So, the first year, uh, learners, we begin learners with um, the mother tongue materials, uh, the Hausa materials. Mukaranta, um, and um, these materials are used in P1. Then in P2, we begin to introduce oral language in English. And so we introduce oral language in English. Through, okay. song, through story read aloud, the teacher reads English story, stories to the children, the children listen, uh, the teacher walks them through vocabulary words in English, simple words in English at their level. Yes. And in PC, we build projects. So, introducing vocabulary, um, English vocabulary words, English stories, English letters and sounds gradually, alongside what the students have acquired in P1, in mother tongue, helps them to have more vocabulary in English. And as they move along, P3, P4, they would have acquired a large some of um, vocabulary that would help them and that would integrate them properly into uh, receiving instruction in English in P4. Um, remember, from P4 to P6, children are expected to be taught uh, in English. Yes, and then English okay. as a subject. So, just to allay our fears, and to help us to understand that um, if a child, if we begin to teach children in mother tongue, it affects their learning to read in English positively. It helps them acquire the English language faster. Okay, thank you so much. You know, there is always this fear of um, having to teach children in their mother tongue, and uh, people are scared that they would they won't do well speaking English or learning in English or understanding English. But this assuades all our fears. So how did research influence the development of the Igbo Yoruba teaching and learning materials by USAID and NEI Plus? Thank you so much. Like I said earlier, um, our project is um, evidence-based and research-based. Um, we conducted a baseline assessment in two states in the north and it should be the root cause of um, um, the reading assessment was very high. We had um, over 90% in Hausa, which is the dominant local language. And so based on this, uh, the Mukaranta materials were developed in Hausa to address this poor um, performance. Um, we also conducted a midline um, early grade reading assessment we showed remarkable improvement in reading scores in Hausa and a rub-off effect on the learning to read in English. So when the uh, skills of children learning to read in Hausa improved, it also had a rub-off effect 
in their learning to read in English. So we built on lessons learned from the NDI Plus implementation of the Mukaranta Let's Read materials to fine tune our approach to developing the new materials for and Yukoba. So based on the successful implementation of the Mukaranta in the north, we were able to structure the Kaiko and Kakawe materials on on the successes of the Mukaranta Let's Read. So we we set out to develop Kaiko and Takaway materials on a scientific noting. How? We got the support of um, SIL International. SIL is an organization that um, works on languages, developing language orthography and, and all that. So uh, working in collaboration with SIL International, we used the symphony software. The symphony okay. software. The Symphony software is a scientific um, a software that creates the sequence of letters and graphics from most frequently used letters of a language to a list frequent letters found in the respective languages. So, um, texts in Igbo and Yoruba, different texts in Igbo and Yoruba were put together, and using this software, we're able to identify the most frequently used letters and sounds in the two languages. Okay. Based, based on that, um, we're able to have an analysis of existing Igbo and Yoruba primary grade textbooks that covers science, social studies, and math, and readers for children. And then we also um, uh, looked at language text for text level, and we used findings. What the software outlined was what guided the development of the pupil book and the teacher's guide. And so in our materials, in Takakawe and Kaigo, we did not follow the alphabetical order of putting letters and sounds, starting with A, R, B, C, no. We started with what the symphony software gave us as frequently occurring letters, and then we um, like that. And scientifically, that is the best way children learn to read. Children will be able to decode letters and um, not following the alphabet order as is the case in most textbooks that are available. Um, we were able to um, review primary grade reading assessment to analyze pupils and teachers' knowledge and all this informed the development of Saigo and Jekaka. We visited um, some schools in the states in the south. We observed lessons practically, and so we're able to see uh, what the needs are, where teachers are, where pupils are, and then we identify the needs uh, with regard to developing any great teaching and learning material. One of the things we found out was that we have we saw that teachers and pupils used the same in the research we carried out, both teachers and pupils Okay. Evidence has shown that global best practice is that pupils' books should be adapted to the level of from the teacher's um, guide. And so all these influence the development of the um, material. So we also employed uh, tools to guide the development of textbooks 
uh, such as um, conflict sensitive budget. Uh, we're very careful not to develop stories that will spark up uh, conflict or will raise one um, group above the other. We ensure that um, um, we do not have that in the material using the conflict sensitive scholarship. We also use gender responsive checklist to, uh, to give, um, to have in the materials gender equitable tools. And we also use universal design. Um, like I said earlier, we carried out the pilot testing uh, 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 to, uh, in, in, in the South where these materials definitely be used. And the data we gathered from the pilot testing also helped us uh, refine and finalize the materials. In one of our research that um, we carried out, we realized that reading outcomes for children uh, who reported Hausa as the language they most commonly speak at home were found to be better than the reading outcomes of their peers who reported not speaking Hausa at home. So part of what the <clears throat> early grade reading assessment that we carried out uh, in 2019 and transition study all put together guided the development of this evidence-based uh, teaching and learning uh, materials. Um, okay, thank you very much for that. Uh, would you like to tell us what opportunities are available to educators who may be looking to delve into mother tongue teaching as a niche in education? Yeah, so um, a lot, a lot of um, opportunities. Um, like I said earlier, we trained um, a group of um, 40 writers on early grade reading and teaching approach and the use of mother tongue in teaching early grade reading. So one of the opportunities we have here is um, 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 leveraging on this team of writers have been trained on early grade reading, mother tongue, teaching and learning materials development. It's a big plus. Another opportunity that is open is um, we have early grade teaching, early grade reading, teaching and learning materials available in three major languages in Nigeria: Igbo, Hausa, and Yoruba. We have the Mukaranta. Hausa, we have the Kaigo, which is Igbo, and then we have Takawi, which is the Yoruba, and then we have the Lettering, English um, material, early gravity um, materials. We also have the um, an institution domiciled in Bayoro University, Kano, that is basically uh, focusing on teaching reading. Is oh, the wow, Nigerian, nice. yeah, Nigerian Center for Reading Research and Development, NCRRBUK, Kano. Okay. So it is um, an institution that um, that um, focuses on uh, building the capacity, training personnel on early grade reading and the use of mother tongue with early grade reading. Uh, that center has um, certificate courses, um, diploma courses, uh, and postgraduate um, courses on reading. Okay, so what's your advice for 
these educators who who would want to explore this niche, say the the Yoruba or the Igbo or Hausa aspect, what advice do you have for them? Yeah, so um, my advice, a uh, little piece of advice is that um, it's important that we catch these children young and catching them young means that we have to use a language that the children are familiar with in teaching them how to read early. And so mother tongue-based medium of instruction is important and we need to begin to use this early. When we use mother tongue as a medium of instruction early, it helps the children, it prepares them, it builds their confidence, it builds their self-esteem and prepares them to learn to read in a second language. Um, we also, it's important that we promote our local languages. We need to read it, we need to write it, and we need to speak it. Uh, we also need to allot enough time for teaching mother tongue in our school. Um, it's also important. Yeah, It's also important that uh, we make available textbooks in mother tongue. And yes. we also need to have textbooks in other subjects in mother tongue. Social studies, we need to have textbooks in social studies in mother tongue. We need to have science books in mother tongue. We need to have um, 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 basic science yeah, materials in, written in mother tongue. So mother tongue textbooks should not just cover English and math. We also need to have these in other subjects so that we'll be able to achieve um, the national policy on um, education, which is that children should be taught in P1 to 3 with the language of their immediate environment. Um, it's also um, important that um, um, we need to train teachers, to, we need to build their capacity to use mother tongue in teaching. Uh, because um, part of what we have seen as a challenge is that teachers themselves cannot read and write even the mother tongue. Yes. So, um, building the capacity professionally, as, um, um, and there should be enough materials available in mother tongue. Um, and then there should be monitoring and evaluation to enhance the use of mother tongue in teaching reading skills in the early grades. And then on a national scale, the perception of English as the only legitimate language of formal education is widespread. As yes. such, many, many parents are keen to see their children gain English fluency. English. Over so is, the mother tongue. Exactly. So this is an area for further research. And this is an area which should also turn on our um on okay thank you very much ma um lastly you sorry to take you back we talked about the advantages of mother tongue teaching and learning and we said there are no disadvantages so yeah. how can these advantages advantages be harnessed and institutionalized to value all children what should policymakers researchers and all stakeholders be looking out for. Um, thank you so much. So the big question is, we have over 500 languages in Nigeria. 
Um, so the the big question is how many of these languages have a written orthography? How many okay. of these languages? Yeah, how many of these languages have written text textbooks using these languages? Yes. And so we there is need for um, policymakers, researchers to encourage more orthographies to be developed for these languages. Yes. If you have a good number of these languages with orthographies, it makes it it makes the job easier. And so currently, uh, the Northern Education Initiative Plus project funded by USID is uh, collaborating with the Nigerian Educational Research and Learning Council and the National Commission for Colleges of Education to develop a national reading framework to provide guidelines guidelines for teaching literary reading pedagogy in mother tongue. It should be noted that um, many of the challenges facing Nigeria uh, area of mother tongue use is that um, educators were not actually speakers are not speakers of their mother tongue. They also struggle. And some okay. communities some communities also release mother tongue instruction. Yes. And so um researchers, policymakers would also need to look to this and find a way of encouraging communities, encouraging parents to um raise the value placed on mother tongue. Wow, thank you so much, Ma. This is trying to compress your 29 years of experience into a few minutes. <laughs> thank you so much. This means a lot to us, and I'm sure our listeners have been eating or two. So, uh, thank you so much, Ma. It's good to, it's a, it's a pleasure to us to have had you speak with us. So now we have come to the end of today's edition of Education Unscripted. Please send us your feedback by sending an email to nice at techcenter.com or connect with us on Twitter.